This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Jacques Daniel and Brett Eckert. We are broadcasting from the lovely Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore, surrounded by uh, a generous amount of amazing books and gifts. There's like this whole wall of mugs. Half of them are like <laughs> Christmas mugs. Those are really cool. So um, it's a very tempting place to to uh, broadcast from. But It's a dangerous place to broadcast from because actually when I told my wife that I was hosting with RPR and I said, yeah, it's down at the mustard sheets, she said, she said she hey, a list. <laughs> don't. No, she actually said, don't spend money this okay. time. And I'm like, oh, every time I'm here, you just walk in the door and it's so many great things, so many great things to help us remind ourselves of our faith. So I love it. I love having Catholic artwork and things like that around the house to remind myself of my fa- my Catholic faith and honestly to evangelize in its own simple way. Yeah. Uh, when people walk into their home, in, into your home, they know whether you're Catholic or not, or they should be able to tell. Exactly. So. Well, this so. morning we have uh, we've had an amazing lineup of guests. We have Executive Director Eric Clues. He's Executive Director of the Abbott House. And uh, thank you, Eric. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Well, I uh, grew up actually in Nebraska, a small farming community down there in western Nebraska, and joined the Army National Guard in high school, uh, which took me a few different places. Uh, My first, I guess, real job was with the Omaha Home for Boys in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, 1995. And then in 2005, I moved here to Abbott House and Mitchell as the executive director. I've been here ever since. Got a wife and two almost grown kids, and uh, just absolutely love the work that we do here at the Abbott House. That's amazing. And the Abbott House, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what drew you to its mission. Because it's been around for a while. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've always, I guess, enjoyed helping and uh, you know being involved with people um, and so um, coming to Abbott House was a, was a great fit for me um, just to help the kids that we work with and the positive changes that we see you know I've coached some sports teams over the years and worked with kids one-on-one when I was younger and um, uh, at the Abbott House we just see so many kids that come through that really have lost hope for their future and it's always very satisfying when we're we're able to help get them back on track and going down the right path again so for those of you who who are not um entirely familiar with the abbott house um what is the abbott house give us an explanation on what it is what it does absolutely well we're a non-profit organization um, here in south dakota um i truly believe we, we provide a critical role for, for kids and families. We have four different programs that all fit together. Um, we've got a residential program uh, that's located here in Mitchell where we serve up to 45 girls from the age of 7 to 17. And we really focus on helping the girls heal from past trauma, uh, like physical or sexual abuse or those types of things. Um, and then within the residential program, uh, we also have uh, educational school. Um, and it's great for the kids to learn, but also many of our kids come um, when they're behind in their educational credits, and we help them to get caught up. So when they go on to their next place, they can be you know, caught up with their schooling. Many of the kids that we work with then don't have 
a safe home to go back to or a safe place to go. And so we, we created another program called Bridges. And so we have therapeutic foster homes and an independent living program that will support the kids, you know, once they leave an Abbott house. And so the, um, how many, how many houses are there? Well, we currently have eight homes. There's four of them in Mitchell and then there's four out in Rapid City. We just got the one started out in Rapid City probably about five years ago now. So, Okay. And I was reading a little bit on the website. You have, um, you have individuals or, uh, is it just uh, one person or are they couples that, that sort of manage the house or live in the house and, and provide some of, do they just provide sort of the structure of, sorry, I'm asking you a bunch of questions, but do they just provide no, some fine. of the structure <laughs> of the day-to-day or are they uh, trained with some of the um, uh, techniques and things that you use for the therapeutic? Sure. Yeah, well, each of our homes, we hire um, only married couples to live in them. Um, and our, and our, it's our reason and goal behind that is we really want to provide a, a family a healthy, safe family environment for these kids because um, many times or oftentimes they haven't really experienced that. Um, so we really believe that that's going to give them the best opportunity then to someday, you know, have a, a healthy family of their own. Um, but then we uh, we train our families in what we call it's trust-based relational intervention. It's a program that was developed at Texas Christian University, and it's very effective um, at helping the families just to kind of meet the kids where they're at and walk alongside them and, you know, help them to make some positive changes. Excellent. And each house then has um, any number of, of, of girls, uh, up to six, is that what I read? Yeah, the, the homes that we have is, you know, quite a bit different than, I guess, traditional foster care uh, in that um, we will have, you know, up to six kids, generally six in each of the homes. And we do have uh, girls' homes and boys' homes. So we have three girls' homes and okay. one boys' home. And, and then out in Rapid City, we've got two girls' homes and two boys' homes. Mm-hmm. And we have the ages of the kids in the homes are really, um, we, we always say from zero to 18 because they're oftentimes we'll get um, brothers or sisters uh, referred, and so that way we can keep them together. Excellent. And it's... Uh said in our intro there that the um that the abbott house has been around for 80 years is that does that sound right how did yeah, that, that how did it get true. started yeah it's, it started clear back in 1939 and um uh, a lady by the name of mabel ronald here in in the mitchell area actually got some some of the church uh churches together and some of the, the city leaders and um there was you know at that time coming out of the dirty 30s there are many kids that didn't have homes. There were some families that had more kids than that, that they could even um, take care of. And so the Abbott House became one of those, they call it a receiving home at the time, but a place where kids would come and uh, the whole goal of the agency was to find another family that was out there that could take care of them. And, and that's what the Abbott House really did from that time all the way up until the early 1970s. And um, in the 70s, the state took over all adoption services and the Department of Social Services was developed. And so then the Abbott House transitioned and uh, Perry Pickering was the director at that time. And then Ernie Peters was just coming in and Ernie really helped to create this girls treatment program that we still run today. And then uh, from that, we 
our next big hurdle was that, you know, these kids didn't have a place to go back to, and that's kind of how the Bridges program then got developed. And so the Bridges program, maybe you you, you kind of explain that, but that's just a transition from uh, for older youth that um, – Maybe you can tell us a little about that. How does it? How does yeah. it help them? Or what's the? How does that look different from the Abbott House? Well, I say it, it got a, a start in a neat way. It was, it was a problem we had seen for a lot of years, and that kids would come to the Abbott House program and they would do everything that they need to do and be back on track and and meeting all their goals, and then there wouldn't be a family for them. Um, you know, they're fourteen or fifteen years old, and it's just tougher to place kids that that are of that age. And uh, we had a. We had talked about it many times, and then we had a, a young girl, she was 12 years old, in one of our living units, and on a Sunday morning in a spirituality class, she wrote a letter, um, and they were doing letters to God, and, and her letter basically said, Dear Lord, please give me a family, give me somebody that will love, um, somebody that will love me back. Um, and when I came into work on a Monday morning, my program director was standing in my office door, and she was crying, holding this letter. And so we took that to our next board meeting, um, and in just over six months, uh, we raised over a million dollars here in Mitchell. We built two new homes and started, you know, the Bridges program. And that young lady was the first girl that transitioned into our first home that opened. And she since went on to go through our apartments and and has gone on to college and actually came back to work for us. So it's been a really neat program just to help kids finish. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, how does um, I? I was reading a little bit on your website that um, you know, if if uh, sort of the process of someone being admitted into—I don't know if that's the right word—but you know, how does someone get connected to the Abbott House? Um, if you know a youth or. Um, uh, traditionally, how does that work? How does a youth get connected to the Abbott House? Sure. Yeah, well, it's changed a lot over the years. In, in past years, you know, 10 years ago, I guess, the Department of Social Services really was the entity that placed almost all the kids. Um, but this, the system of care in, in most states has changed dramatically over these last number of years. And some of it's been some of it's been very positive, some of it's frustrating, as always, you know, big system changes, but um, today, uh, kids can be placed still by the Department of Social Services, Department of Corrections. Sixty um, percent of the kids that we see at our residential program are actually placed by a family member, and so there's a process that <clears throat> families can go through. We we usually get calls um, uh, here at the office or, through, or contacted through our website um, from families or entities that are working maybe with a young lady that's really struggling and. And we deal with a lot of the tough issues, like kids that you know struggle with suicide ideation or self harm or those types of things. And so we'll get those calls, and then we will connect them to uh, the right person uh, there in Pierre, uh, here in South Dakota, and they'll walk them through the process of getting Medicaid certified. And and uh, there's a lot of uh, things the kids have to qualify for, but um, families can can get them qualified for Medicaid, and then they can come here for the treatment services. And it's a good process because then we can continue to work with those families um, as, as the kids are getting treatment with us. We have a bank of four different... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I would say we, 
we have four uh, full-time therapists on our on our staff that have been trained in, in many different um, trauma responses, I guess you'd say. And so uh, they're very skilled at working with these kids, um, getting them to feel safe and then beginning to trust them and, and work back through some of the some of the things that they you know that they need to heal from so that when they when they move back out into family homes or foster homes or, or their next place that they'll be successful. And, and we've been really successful doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. What um what an amazing resource for for uh kids that, that need that that need that uh example of a home that need loving adults in their life who can uh, just love on them and and uh and help them work through some of those events that's amazing well eric we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break and uh when we come back we're gonna hear some more about the abbott house so um join us after the break Presence Radio is available on Google Assistant devices, including Google Home, phones, tablets, and smart displays. To start this action, say something like, Okay, Google, talk to Real Presence Radio. It will then ask what station you want to play, to which you can respond, Play Sioux Falls, or Play AM 970, or Play WWEN. From there, you can use words like Play, Pause, and Stop. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, on Google Assistant devices. I've seen a lot of people come in and strike up conversations, um, just, you know, asking about the faith. And I can remember one time in particular, we had the restaurant blessed. <laughs> We've done it a couple of times, but this was the first time in particular. We had about four priests here, and the restaurant was open, and we were going around, and they were, you know, really, really awesome. And I had a young man that worked for me. He was a junior in high school and had not been brought up in any faith at all. And he was, like, glued to our sides and just asking so many questions and, you know, why are you doing this? And what do you, you know, what do you believe that, you know, what are, like, the fruits of this blessing going to do the rest of You know, he was just, like, so curious about so many things. So it just opens, you know, it just opens doors and opens conversations with, you know, customers and employees alike. It is. It's just a, it's a great blessing for us. As a working adult, you know the value of a dollar and you expect quality for your money. Now's a great time to further your education. The University of Mary offers degrees for working professionals with flexible learning options that are truly competitively priced. Apply now for any of our online programs and we'll waive your $150 enrollment fee. A quality education at an affordable price. Discover the University of Mary difference at online.umary.edu. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, good morning. Thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. This is Brett Eckert and Jacques Daniel. Uh, and on the line, we have Eric Klus, uh, the, the executive director of the Abbott House. And he's been kind of explaining uh, the Abbott House, um, its mission, what it does. Um, and as, as you're kind of explaining... Uh, 
the whole process of how someone comes in. Um, you were talking about some of the different programs. So what are when a child comes into the care of the Abbott House, um, what are some of the things that you'll actually see that they'll go through? Like, um, what are the what are the programs? What are the courses? Uh, and then also, if you could touch on uh, the therapeutic foster care as well. Sure. Well, when kids first come to the Abbott House, um, and again, this is part of our trust-based relational programming training that we've had, is the first thing that we have to do is just um, help them to feel safe. Um, we know we have a safe uh, program, and, and uh, it's, it's wonderful, but the kids actually have to f- themselves feel safe um, before they're ever going to start doing any uh, work that would be worthwhile in the program. So we, we have a lot of different things we do when kids move in. Um, one of the first things is, is we have one of the other girls who's here and has uh, gotten towards the end of her program. We bring them in, they meet the new girls, and then they, they give them the first tour of the facility. So they walk them around and introduce them to all of the staff and, and answer questions for them and try to make them feel comfortable. And it's always wonderful, that whole process, because we'll have a, you know, a young lady who maybe has been here for seven or eight months and, and has really gone through some struggles. And uh, just the other day, one of them walked into my office with a new young lady and uh, was introducing the new girl. And I was just uh, amazed at how good this young lady, who just a few months ago, was in the same position. Um, and so we do a lot of those things up front. Uh, of course, there's a ton of assessments that we do. Uh, we have a clinical team that that really looks into um, each girl's case. Every every child that comes to us is on a different path. So we have different types of trauma treatments and therapies that are available, but it's kind of like going to a restaurant um, in that when the kids come in, we try to assess them for what they need, and then we give them the pieces and just the things that they need. So it's kind of individualized for for each young lady that, that, that comes through. And then it's just, as we always say to our staff, it's a, it's a long process. Um, we meet them where they're at. We walk alongside them. Um, as kids get back into uh, working through uh, traumatic events and things, oftentimes they'll take some steps backward, and we just support them through that process and help them to know it's normal. And generally, over six to seven months, we can we can work through those things and, and get them to a different spot in life. And again, it's you have to see it um, to, to really get the full uh, feel of, of where these kids come from and, and where they end up, but it's, it's truly amazing. So, um, And then the therapeutic foster care, um, the kids that complete our program and then and move into those homes, um, they get to move into a you know, family environment, and they they work with the families, and, and they do really everything that my kids would do, and, and probably in some cases more. We've, we've had some... Wonderful donors, both in Rapid City and Mitchell, who have provided things like uh, trips to amusement park or uh, take them out in their boat in the lake with the, with the family and, and provide them camping trips on the weekends and a lot of really neat things. Even the um, oh, the airmen out at uh, the Air Force Base in Rapid brought out a couple of the uh, homes and, and let them get up on the uh, fire trucks and run all the big <laughs> the big <laughs> guns shooting the water around and things and so they, they, the kids get a lot of wonderful experiences in the therapy foster homes well that's a great um and i think how you kind of mentioned in regards to uh i think one of the most important things as you kind of mentioned was um 
this idea of what what Pope Francis would call accompaniment, uh, meeting meeting these individuals and these young kids where they're at, um, and just pouring out love on them. Uh, I think that's so important. So um, if, if people are listening to this and they're like, you want to know what, this is a great mission, uh, fully behind it. How are ways that, that people such as our listeners could support the Abbott House? What are ways that, uh, that we can help? Sure. Well, we need a few different things always. And, and our, in Mitchell, the Mitchell area, we have our residential program, and we're no different than, than any other business in that we need people. Uh, we've, we actually had to cut down to 30 seven kids this year from 45 for about three months because we just didn't have enough staff. Um, we've built back up to the point now we're back to 40 kids that we're still looking for about seven more people so we can get fully operational again. So if they're in this area and, and willing to work, we need the people. Um, in our foster homes, uh, currently in Mitchell, we're looking for a, a foster family uh, to fill one of our homes and and the way we do it, we, we actually hire them as employees, so there's a full benefit package and vacation and all those things. And then we, we place them in the home and provide support for them. And so we are looking for a couple, and, and traditionally we've hired some young couples that have done really well. Um, we've also hired a lot of uh, couples that are what you probably call empty nesters and uh, looking just to give back for a few years, and they've done very well in our homes as well. So if anyone is interested in that, we need that. And then lastly, uh, we raise quite a bit of money every year. Uh, our, our annual goal this year is $400,000. we have met our goal every year for, for many years, but that money all goes back to support the kids and provide some of the additional services and things that, um, that, we, that we can just because people are supporting us. So um, that's another well, area. But, yeah, I was just going to say the best oh. way to do that is probably just to go to our website, you know, the abbotthouse.org. Um, to get involved, and there's a place there to to even uh, sign up to be a mentor if you're interested. So, well, great, yeah, no, I mean, it, it sounds like it's a great mission and a great, uh, great, great thing that you guys are providing to help help these individuals and help these young kids um, to kind of go through what a lot of us can't even probably imagine that uh, some of these kids have actually probably had to go through. So uh, finding ways to, to walk with them, to accompany them, uh, and to kind of to show them the love, to show them love that they know that they are loved because um, through your actions, so I just kind of want to say thank you for the actions that the Abbott House is doing is helping to show the love of Jesus Christ, right? Um, because it's all fundamentally based out of that love that we know the Father has for us, that you're continuing to help them feel that same love that they can hopefully uh, know uh, the love of the Father. So, I mean, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us again, Eric. Uh, it was great talking with you today. So, thank you so much for joining us today. Yep, thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. Have a great Christmas. Well, you as well. You as well. Happy Advent. Yeah, just to uh, clarify the uh, website address, Abbott is A B B O T T house.org. Abbotthouse.org. There's some great information on there. So, yeah, and I mean, Jock, I think it's beautiful to hear um, from Eric in regards to just that I understanding of uh, to walk with people, to meet them where they're at, uh, to show them the love of the Father. And, I mean, just great, amazing work. So, like as we said, uh, if you're interested in supporting or even just learning more, uh, that's going to www.abbotthouse.org. Abbott is A-B-B-O-T-T, house.org, to find out more information. Yeah, it's been a great show. Lots of walking with people and uh, 
and helping them encounter the love of Christ through, uh, you know, retreat experiences and uh, through higher education on a campus, uh, um, you know, in the University of Mary on, in a campus uh, situation where there, uh, I think that piece of community of co- connecting people to a cohort and and helping them really just uh, understand where where they're going in terms of their education and and uh, and living out in the world and and then just seeing the way that that plays out in a in a huge opportunity for for uh, youth who are disconnected from their families and and have all sorts of uh, difficult situations in their in their life so yeah what an amazing show yeah well we've had an amazing show and we're going to throw it over to our technical director so you know what to expect for tomorrow's real presence live hey thanks brent got a, another great show coming up tomorrow morning 9 to 11 a.m central here on the real presence radio network that'll be hosted by brandon clark and john clark coming to you from our fargo studios they'll visit with father richard kunst from the diocese of duluth about some papal facts as we celebrate pope francis's birthday then Janelle Gergen from the Diocese of Crookston will share some reflections from the installation of Bishop Andrew Cousins. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And before I turn it back to you, just wanted to uh, give a quick shout-out to Father Craig Holcalter from the Diocese of Bismarck, also one of our Real Presence Live hosts uh, out there at uh, Trinity High School in Dickinson. It's his birthday today, so a very happy birthday to Father Craig Holcalter. Right back to you. Well, happy birthday, Father Hall Coulter. Uh, you do not want to hear me sing, but maybe Jacques would sing happy birthday. I'm not sure about that. But to all you out there, uh, thanks for joining us today. And Jacques, I mean, the, kind of the truth is, uh, as we continue to hear, and as you said, this idea of accompaniment, this idea of how do we walk with people, how do we not just have them experience the love of Jesus Christ, but how do we continue that on? And then also, how do we then share that love uh, with all those that we encounter, either through our actions, through uh, different uh, opportunities that are provided? Uh, Because the truth is, we have a great message. We have the greatest message there is, which is the relationship with Jesus Christ, and to share that with the world. So, uh, Jacques, thanks for coming in today and hanging out for the last couple hours. It's been good. It's been good. We get get out of here before we buy something. I know. Yeah, my wife will give me a little bit of a, a, <laughs> a poke if I do. So, uh, but thank you for everybody who joined us today on Real Pleasants Live. Uh, hopefully, we'll you'll hear uh, back from us here in the future. But as well, uh, tune in again tomorrow to hear some more amazing guests. Uh, but with that, we will sign out. Have an amazing day. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.